Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Oh, I can't wait to share this episode with you in a time when there is so much pessimism, so much uncertainty, COVID-19, coronavirus, pandemic. They have been scary times, really. And if this virus has touched your life or touched family members or friends, it's been difficult. Many of us have. It's definitely touched everyone financially. Gosh, so many people are struggling as a result of our economy grinding to a halt. But it's for the greater good of our society so that we can heal up and stay away from our fellow man, aka social distancing. And there's so many small business owners as well that are really struggling financially. That's why the president and Congress and they passed the CARES Act with over $350 billion going to the SBA for small business loans. And they just approved, I believe, another $400 billion or something to that tune. It's tough times. And where many people, many small business owners are, woe is me. Let me just tell you that there are some local heroes all over the place. Now, we know them that the men in blue, the police, our hospital staff, Nurses, healthcare workers, doctors, EMS, all the frontline workers. How about the people that are making our food when we want to pick up food on a Friday or Saturday night? How about the truckers delivering food across the country? How about the garbage collectors and the plumbers and electricians that are doing emergency work on homes? There are so many people that you just take for granted. And In this profession, this particular podcast is for solo cleaning owners. And I can tell you from being in this field for 15 years, it is definitely one of the fields that is taken for granted. Many times you don't realize how much you need something until it's gone. Or in this case, when disinfecting is at a premium and people are nervous about going back into the buildings they worked in, cleaning has always been a vital profession, a vital trade for people like us to serve. And we don't do this for credit. We don't do this for a pat on the back. It was a way that we found we could make money and serve, make other people happy, and create a profit as a method of exchange between serving your community well with excellence. And the way they pay us back is with smiles, thanks, Sometimes some hugs and definitely a check or an electronic deposit saying thank you for your hard work. And that's what we do here as solo cleaners. I found it amazing recently. I was listening to an interview with billionaire Mark Cuban, and he was asked about the future of the economy. And I love what he said. He was talking about how during difficult crises like this, he predicts The American spirit will create thousands of corporations that don't exist now that will emerge out of this crisis. Ten years from now, they're going to be monster corporations. Then he went on to say in the same interview, cleaning is going to be essential as people go back to work. He mentioned this like four times in the same interview. And this is on the economy. Cleaning is coming up. Cleaning is in the forefront. 
this crisis is shining a spotlight on the things that are most important in a society. Prior to COVID-19, let's be honest, we were gearing up in the sports world for the NCAA tournament. We had just come off Super Bowl and basketball and hockey was coming into the final swing of the season. The tournament, as I mentioned, the NFL draft and movie upon movie upon movie is coming out and Everything in this country, it seems to be around entertainment. Those are the people that get the spotlight. But what about those doctors? What about those engineers that are making bridges safe so you can drive over them? What about those nurses that are toiling through the night taking care of patients on ventilators? And what about the cleaners that are faithfully showing up at your house or your office building week in, week out, to make sure that your employees and your family in your home, they're safe because they're taking care of the cleaning and disinfecting properly. So I just think that this is a great moment in time to look at this through a different lens, an optimistic lens, that this crisis is absolutely revealing what truly is the fabric of our country. And it's about service, serving your fellow man. It's not about movies, entertainers, and sports people. They're really not the heroes. Now, yes, they can be heroic and we can look up to them and they can be great role models. But I'm telling you, it's great for us as a society to get a little bit of perspective. It really is. So in this episode, I want to highlight seven of my cleaning owner friends around the country as well as a local realtor that I've come to connect with recently. And I want to share these local heroes. I want to share what they've been doing in their community to serve during these hard times. And by the way, you're going to see a common thread. Each of these businesses, they are struggling big time. But they chose to do something positive and create a positive ripple for their community. So let's begin with a dear friend of mine, Ellen Johnston from Above and Beyond Housekeeping Services in Wyomissing, Pennsylvania, which is part of the Reading area. Now, she was featured on local News 69 in Reading, Pennsylvania on the 24th of April, 2020. And the headline for this awesome news broadcast was Housekeeping Company Gives Out Free Hand Sanitizer. So I just want to read part of this article because I've known that Ellen was going to be doing this, but it's so cool to see the news reporting on a cleaning service as in one of the main stories for the night. So here's some of the story. This is from Ellen. I was in the disinfectant aisle at the grocery store. I just wanted to see it. And there was this older couple, being in their 80s, a husband and a wife, and there was no disinfectant of any kind. So Ellen was just watching this, observing So you overheard the wife ask her husband a question. I guess we're just going to have to drive around and look for some other places to get our disinfectant and hand sanitizer because the shelves were completely bare. Well, Ellen overheard this, and right there and then she decided that she was going to create a temporary place to give out much-needed refills of hand sanitizer and disinfectant. If you watch the video that I'll post here in the show notes of this experience that they created. Ellen gathered her employees. They had a table set up outside of their business office and they had hand sanitizer 
concentrate and they had disinfectant concentrate with bottles and they were pumping and filling up and handing out free disinfectant and free hand sanitizer to anyone that stopped by. No charge. They were giving to their community. And I saw some of the community members being interviewed and they were just so thankful because they couldn't find disinfectant or any hand sanitizer on the shelves. And they didn't know what they were going to do. And here's a local cleaning company that's got connections to janitorial supply companies and they know where to find the stuff. And sure, they can... They can hoard it for themselves or they can give back. And that's what Ellen did so beautifully. And by the way, Ellen's business, it goes on to say in this article, and I know this personally too, she's down 95% of her revenue since before COVID hit. So not only is she not making money in her business, she's spending extra money to do this for her community. Ripple effect. I love what Ellen's doing here. And I love her closing quote because here's what she ends with. Everybody has to dig deep and see how they can help their community. Awesome story, Ellen. You are a local hero in the Reading, Pennsylvania area. So proud of you. How about Mary Connolly, another dear friend of mine from Made for Service in Countryside, Illinois. That's the Chicagoland area. Mary picked up on the same idea as Ellen to pass out disinfectant. Again, cleaners, we can find this stuff. We know where to get the stash, the disinfectant, and the commercial grade, the good stuff. And so Mary had some extra, and here's what she did. She started going around and offering free disinfectant to police stations in the Chicago area that are serving fire stations, gas stations, general public, wherever she sees people, she would just offer it with nothing expected in return. Now, from a business standpoint, if you're a person in the police station or fire station and a cleaning company comes and drops off some free disinfectant to you, I'm telling you, I'm remembering that cleaning company for down the road. Now, Mary's not doing it because of the downstream benefit of getting new clients. Not at all. She's got the heart of a giver, just like Ellen, and she's providing what she can provide to her community as a cleaner, and that's free disinfectant. Way to go, Mary. I love how you're serving the Chicago area. Keep up the great work. And here's another great one. My buddy Mark Lineberry of Universal Janitorial Services out of Fairfax, Virginia. Prior to COVID-19, his janitorial company was serving large churches and large schools and I'll tell you he got decimated I can't share the percentages but it's greater than 50% and he's fighting for his business to stay alive and when you've got close to 40 employees and you're trying to find out how to keep payroll going you stay up late at night it's stressful and Mark could wallow in the stress and oh what was me when am I going to get the PPP loan when am I going to get some money how am I going to keep these guys paid but you know what he's doing instead he's turning his negative into an opportunity to give just like Ellen just like Mary here's what Mark's doing he's donating 10% of all of his April revenue including any loan money he gets from the emergency Injury Disaster Loan, the EIDL, and he's going to use that money, 10% of all of it, 
to support two local area food banks. And he's going to be donating $100 of any new contracts he signs for cleaning in April. So this is just another example of someone giving out of their current lack. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, by the way, Mark shared this just a few days ago. Hey, Ken, round one is out. I just sent out two checks of $2,021.55 each to the Capital Area Food Bank and the Bright Pass, formerly called Our Daily Bread. So those are the two food banks he chose in the Fairfax, Virginia area. And then he said the second round will likely go out May 1st, and it should be more than this payment because he did get an EIDL advance that came in. Mark, I'm so proud of you too. Just like with Ellen, with Mary, you are setting an amazing example of giving, of service, and down the road, I know your cleaning business will be rewarded too, so keep up the great work. Let me tell you about my friend Michelle Allegretza and her boyfriend, Jake Shulak. Now, Michelle, she's a serial entrepreneur of sorts. She runs Sparkling Home Cleaning Services out of Albertville, Minnesota, and she's also a full-time trained EMS, and she has been on the front lines in the healthcare field for a while, and she had to shut down her cleaning business pretty early on during this COVID-19 crisis, and once she shut down, revenue was gone. She's done whatever she could do to keep any money coming in, obviously applying for all the different grants and loans. She's been working on her business, developing her system so that when she does come back online with her clients, she'll be ready to go. But she also found a need in her community, and her and her boyfriend Jake have been filling that need. They've been making 3D masks, homemade ones, with antimicrobial filaments that come with surgical-grade filters, and they're doing this with six 3D printers running 24 hours a day to keep up with the demand. Oh my goodness, Michelle, this is so awesome. You're making, literally making them out of thin air with a 3D printer. Those things are awesome. You're making a mask, and then you're putting in those surgical-grade filters. Oh, this is so cool. And by the way, if anyone's interested in checking out Jake and Michelle's website, it's Jshoe Workshop. And I'll post that link in my show notes. So congratulations, Jay. Congratulations, Michelle. Love what you guys are doing. Keep up the great work and serving your community. And Michelle, I know your business, Sparkling Homes, will come back online very soon. And you'll be cranking it up and helping so many more people. So thank you for what you're doing. How about my friend Hannah Breeze? Shine and Sparkle Cleaning Company, Dallas, Oregon. This is the part of the country where the coronavirus first hit America and Washington and starts spreading from there. I remember hearing from Hannah that she was one of the first cleaning company owners I knew that had to shut down her residential side of business. Now, fortunately, she does have some commercial accounts, which has helped float things. But with her eight, nine employees and staff, it was really hard, really hard for her. But instead of going down the dark side and negative path, Hannah with a heart of service, found a way to pour into her community. And this one's really going to touch your heart. I love this one. Not that I love this one any more than the others. It's just they each have such a wonderful, wonderful heart to, the, to help people. This one's really cool. There are so many kids displaced from schools, 
so many kids that rely on the free lunch program, so many seniors that struggle to get out of their door to get groceries. So Hannah and her team at Shine and Sparkle, they've literally converted their business from a cleaning company to a full-service get-food-out-to-the-community where Mark Linebury was donating money to the food bank, which is amazing. Hannah's literally bringing food to people. Check this out. She's been offering free grocery deliveries for her clients, but also for the community in general in the town of Dallas, Oregon. And she's been getting free meals to kids in need and delivering those meals right to their doorstep. She's also been doing handwritten encouragement cards to all of her clients. Those are, those are awesome. It's a great idea. We should all do that for our clients and tell them how much they mean to us. And she's been doing that. And then lastly, she started selling gift cards for when her business is reopened to new clients. And what they've decided to do is for every $100 gift card purchased for a healthcare worker, Shine and Sparkle is donating another $25 toward that cleaning. So that's a wonderful way to reward these frontline heroes. So not the cleaners, but the local nurses and doctors and healthcare workers that are fighting against this pandemic and they're tired and their houses are probably getting dirty. But here we go. People in the community are buying cleaning for other healthcare workers to thank them. And then Hannah's company's kicking in another $25 out of their non-existing profits right now and they're going to be doing the work as well so it's it's a wonderful way to help the community i love this example hannah you're a rock star so those were all examples of dear friends of mine that have cleaning companies with employees but this is the solo cleaning school and you say well i don't have employees what about me what can i do i'm going to give two examples beth lane of lavender fields cleaning out of palm bay florida Now, Beth was featured on a prior Solo Cleaning School podcast called Trust is Everything. It's a great episode. Go back and check that out. The link is here in the show notes. I love what Beth had to say. It wasn't a big event that she did. She didn't hand out anything free. She just simply said this to me. The only way I have served my community is by continuing to do the things I always do in serving my clientele. And that's to go above and beyond and use the golden rule and treat people excellent and do as much as I can to help someone while I'm cleaning their house. And that is exactly what we do as solo cleaners every single day prior to COVID-19 and COVID-19 doesn't change it. Beth, you're so right. You are absolutely so right. And here's another example, Asuncion Duarte of The Cleaning Bee by Asuncion. She's out of Lemoore, California. I think this is a really cool perspective as well, just like with Beth. She says this, I've been serving my clientele by going the extra mile on their home since she's had extra time. Yeah, she's lost a few clients and that has created extra time. So she spends more time cleaning for her clients and she's not charging them for it. Now, this is a solo cleaner that's down on her income, and she's not making a lot of money as it is with having a large team. So every hour is money to her and her family, but she's choosing to use her extra time to help and to serve her 
clients. I just love that. Even outside of cleaning, she shares that she's planning to do some reading for the elderly, and she also wants to do some grocery shopping for them. So there's things that are brewing in her mind on how she can help and encourage those in her community, especially the ones that have been so hardest hit by this disease, which is the elderly. So I think it's awesome that she has such a heart for the elderly. So Suncion and Beth, Solo Cleaners, thank you for what you're doing. Keep serving, keep working, keep performing with excellence. Those are my seven local heroes of cleaning company owners. Let me now turn locally to where I'm at in the Philadelphia suburbs. I'm out of Harleysville, Pennsylvania. I recently connected with Shelby Miller, who's not a cleaner. She's a realtor, and she works with Keller Williams, her website is Shelby Sells Homes. I'll link that in the show notes here. And I love, I just love what she's doing. Shelby and another one of her Keller Williams friends, Trisha Luterati, they've been adding a ton of value to their sphere of influence and past clients by offering free education and healthy tips. These seminars through the Zoom platform over the past four weeks and it depends on where you are in the country, but here in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, realtors are shut down. I mean, they're doing whatever they can virtually, but you can't go into homes. You can't show them. So Shelby's income is virtually down to zero, but yet she's finding ways, just like the other seven local heroes I shared, to be a hero. They've scheduled leaders in the community to make themselves available to their family, friends, and clients to ask specific questions around these expert topics or concerns and questions they have. Let me tell you about a couple of the guests they've had so far. They've had a financial advisor to answer questions about what's happening in the finance world. They've had a mortgage lender to discuss mortgage forbearance and other options out there. She told me last week she had a commercial lender who discussed the Paycheck Protection Plan and the SBA loans. I think she said there's over 200 people watching these videos and asking questions and learning. It's like free workshops. It's not that hard to do. You just need a Zoom account and call on some of your expert friends in various areas. And that's what Shelby is doing. Now, outside of professional services, check this out. This is cool what these two ladies have also done. They realize that their clients and friends that are watching these videos they don't just want to learn about finance and lending and mortgages and loans and all these tense topics, but they want to have some fun too. So each week they've had a special guest to provide some type of fun and relaxation to the whole mix. They have stretched for sanity. I'm not sure what that looks like, but it sounds fun. They've offered free yoga classes as well as partnered with a local gym owner to give suggestions on working out from home. I tell you, these two ladies have made it their mission to add value to the people around them and their lives and their community. It's really, really cool. And after Shelby told me what she was doing, I said, Shelby, check this out. I told her that I've been educating the community and have become sort of a local expert on how to disinfect properly. A few episodes ago in this podcast, I did a show called The Nine Mistakes in disinfecting. I did a ton of research on disinfecting properly and then conducted a five-night mini-series on Facebook Live through my Carfagnum Cleaning Facebook page, and I educated my community. I had people coming on there asking questions. Then I took those videos. I put them on my website as a free course on how to disinfect properly, 
and that's where the content for the nine mistakes in disinfecting came from. That information led to me becoming an expert for my local pharmacy, the Skipback Pharmacy. Shout out to the owner, Matt, who's doing an awesome job in keeping those store shelves stocked with PPE, with gloves and even masks to give out to the frontline workers and then all the disinfectants. So I've been stopping into the store and seeing what he's ordered in and reading up on it, researching it, and then giving product pros and cons on how to use it properly. And I've been the go-to guy for his pharmacy on anything cleaning and disinfecting. I've also been asked by my Chamber of Commerce president to do a virtual seminar or workshop on the same topic. So this is just a great opportunity for me to do some science, some digging, and Share something that's passionate for me, something I really enjoy doing, how to disinfect properly, and just get that out to the people. I'm not charging for it. It's just I have knowledge and I want to provide it. And that's the way I've been doing it. Everyone's finding different ways to give back to the community. And when Shelby heard this story of what I was doing, she said, Ken, you forgot one of the shows that you're going to be on. I said, what is it, Shelby? Mine. I said, oh, okay. And so we worked out for me to do the nine mistakes in disinfecting on next week's show for Shelby. It's just so cool how one giver can give to a community, two givers can give to a different part of the community, but you can join them together to overlap and create even more giving. Look, I know that the coronavirus is contagious, but so is giving. It's just like the ripples in the pond. Have you ever picked up a pebble? And you're with your kids and tossed it into a pond or into a creek and it try and skip it. And you see that, that ripple that permeates outward in concentric circles. I want you to think about that ripple effect. Everything that you do, positive or negative, creates ripples in your community. So let's choose to be positive. And just like Ellen Johnson said so beautifully, Everybody has to dig deep and see how they can help their community. There are so many more local heroes. I was only able to spotlight a few of them here today. So thank you. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, thank you for doing it. All right, I hope you like that episode from Solo Cleaning School on Local Heroes. I encourage you, go out and become a local hero in your community. Why? because giving is contagious. And down the road, you just never know where those ripples are going to come back to you as well. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.